Oh, control your mind, control your life. Think different theory, baby. That's what we do. There is a saying out there that you should probably definitely not live by, but the saying goes that, hey, since disappointment comes from not hitting expectations, then just do not set any expectations. Do not set any goals, because if you don't set any goals, you don't have any expectations, then you will never be disappointed. Now, like I said, terrible quote to live by, but as we analyze this a little bit closer, uh, one of the things that I want to focus on here is talking about this idea of disappointment, right, and how disappointment comes from uh, us not hitting the expectations upon which we set for ourselves. And I think there's a different way to look at um, disappointment or, I should I say, achievement, right, going out there and setting expectations that I want to look at here today because, guys, um, honestly, I uh, I accomplished something pretty cool today. Um, and I actually did something that was really cool, and it, it kind of brought this up. By the way, welcome back, guys, to another episode of Think Different Theory. My name is Josh Forty, um, and today we're talking about the concept of measuring, well, not actually due to or based on your expectations, but based on something else. And um, actually talking about progress and, and and having progress moving forward. And guys, kind of how this came about is today I got up. It's a Monday morning or a, a Wednesday morning, whatever day this episode drops. I'm going to be honest with you. We're, we're recording it a little early, uh, right? But anyway, um, so I got up this morning. I get up. My alarm goes off, 445. I actually kind of slept through that one. I didn't hear it. But 5 o'clock, right? Alarm goes off. I usually set one for 445, 15 minutes early, right? And then five o'clock, right? Alarm goes off, five o'clock, get up, roll out of bed. I've I've prepped my stuff beforehand. Uh, and a lot of you guys know if you guys follow me on Instagram at all, or you've been following me for any length of time that you guys, uh, you know that I go to Lifetime Fitness um, and I work out in the mornings. I usually do swimming. And uh, so I, I pack my bag the night before, everything's ready to rock and roll, right? And I go, wake up, go to Lifetime, get there, stretch out, get ready to rock and roll. And, um, how I usually go through is I usually start after stretching, after I get in the pool, I usually do breathing exercises and then I actually go and swim. Now, what's interesting is I've been doing this for going to lifetime for probably, I don't know, maybe six months ish now, right? I'm not exactly sure it, but let's just call it six months, right? Ballpark range of, of roughly six months. Guys, when I first went there, okay, when I, the, the very, very first time that I went there, I could barely hold my breath underwater without like, like freaking out, right? For about 30 to 40 seconds, right? Anything more than that, I was coming out of the water, I was gasping for air, right? And I could barely swim down and back the, the length of a pool without being completely winded. Like that's how out of shape I was, completely out of shape, completely not able to go and, and do any form of r real vigorous exercises at all, right? Uh, six months ago. Fast forward to today, fast forward to this morning, and now I just held my breath underwater for two minutes and was able to do 30 laps of the pool practically without stopping. And what's interesting is that while, hey, you know what? Like there is a lot to go and improve upon, right? If you were to look at perfection and you were to look at somebody like a Michael Phelps, right? Or you were to like look at somebody that that uh, is swimming their entire life. They, they dedicate their entire a life to swimming, holding their breath underwater, being physically in shape inside of the water, uh, being able to hold your breath for two minutes underwater and being able to do, you know, 30 laps or so, you know, with without that many pauses or without really stopping um, 
isn't very impressive to them, right? And so if, if the measurement upon which we go and base ourselves on, if I were to go and base myself on perfection, okay, which is what most people do, what is the perfect scenario? What is the ideal scenario, right? If I were to go and I were to measure that progress that I have against perfection, I would be very disappointed, right? Hey, I can only hold my breath for two minutes. There's people out there that can hold their breath for five minutes, seven minutes. I don't know. I don't know what the world record is. Actually, I'm curious. Let's see. Uh, what is the world record? Now I'm curious for holding your breath. Okay, here we go. Ready? Uh, okay. The current non-oxygenated record stands at 11 minutes and 35 seconds for men and eight minutes and 23 seconds for women. So I want you to think about that, right? If I was measuring against that, I suck, right? If I was measuring against, you know, myself against an Olympic swimmer, right? Uh, I would not be very impressed or very happy with what it is that I'm doing. But if I were to go and I were to compare myself to where I started, right? I've come a long way. I've been able to essentially like 4X the length of time, three to 4X the length of time that I'm able to hold my breath. And uh, when it comes to swimming, like I'm in insanely much better shape than when I first got into the pool. But yet in life, what do we always end up doing? What does our brain want to do? What is our, you know, what do our minds want to tell us, right? That we want to look at perfection and we want to measure against perfection versus measuring against progress. And when you measure against perfection, which is what, you know, we mostly want to do, you're always going to be disappointed because perfection, not only is it relative, but there's always somebody that's going to be a little bit better. So imagine in your mind, right? Hey, perfection is a million dollars. I'm going to build a million dollar funnel. I'm going to get my two comma club award, right? For those of you that are in the ClickFunnels world, you know what that is. If you don't know, um, there's a company called ClickFunnels out there. I use them for a lot of my website and, you know, funnel building software stuff, right? And they have an award, where they give you an award, they give you a plaque if you make $1 million using their platform, right? It's called the Two Comic Club Award. So let's say your goal is to make a million dollars, you go through and you do that, and you make $750,000. Well, guess what? If last year you made a hundred grand and this year you made $750,000, if the goal was a million or if perfection was a million, right, you're gonna be disappointed. But if you measure based on progress, are you gonna be disappointed? No, you're going to look at that and go, wow, we came a long way. And let's say you even hit a million dollar mark, right? Let's say your goal was a million dollars. You hit the million dollar mark, but you spent $300,000 on ads and it took you 12 months versus somebody else that hit a million dollars, right? And they did it in six months, only spending $150,000 on ads, right? If you're measuring against that, you're going to be disappointed, right? And so in all areas of life, when you're going out there and when you are trying to become better incrementally, and don't get me wrong, I understand the importance of goal setting here and, and wanting to hit the goals. But when you're looking at doing something, I would propose, and one of the things that I try to do is measure against progress rather than perfection. Because if you measure against progress, you will see that you've come a long way. And when you measure against perfection, you will never measure up because there's always something that you can do better. You can always go and improve. Now, that's not to say there's not a time and a place to measure yourself against, you know, what a perfect score would look like or hold yourself accountable to the goals that you set. But on a general basis inside of life, not many of us have, you know, complete measuring sticks on absolutely everything and perfection of everything that we do, right? So 
in the general rule of life, we're trying to get better, right? I'm trying to get better in my health, okay? If I were to go and measure against perfection and against in my health, once again, I'd be disappointed, right? Because I still eat sugar, right? I still, you know, drink Starbucks. I still do things that would be considered unhealthy, right? But comparatively to where I was, which was drinking a venti white chocolate mocha seven days a week, literally seven days a week, every single week, and drinking lots and lots of soda, Dr. Pepper, right? And hardly ever eating a fruit or vegetable. Yeah, that's how bad my diet was. Now I can look at that and go, oh, I rarely drink soda. I limit my Starbucks to once or twice a week, right? I'm con consistently eating fruits and vegetables now. I've made progress, right? And when you measure against that, that gives you hope. That gives you confidence. That gives you the ability to want to keep going and be able to follow through. And when you're, when it comes to setting yourself up for success, right? Uh, what does Tony Robbins say? That life is a game of odds and you want to stack the odds in your favor, right? So like, what are you more likely to do? Are you more likely to continue doing something if you're constantly looking at the scoreboard and being like, I fail, I suck, I'll never measure up, I'll never make it, I'm never gonna be perfect, oh, this sucks, right? Or if you have a scoreboard that's like, wow, look at the progress that I've made. Look what I've been able to accomplish. Hey, I'm not 100% to my goals yet. I'm not exactly where I wanna be yet, but look at the progress that I've made. Look at how much closer I am than I was yesterday or a week ago or six months ago or a year ago, okay? Which one are you gonna be more likely to follow through on? Well, the latter one, why? Because you're creating hope and you're creating this confidence that you've, and, and you're seeing the results that are actually paying off. So in life, I think it's very important to go and measure against progress rather than against perfection because you will never be perfect. Your funnels will never be perfect. Your business will never be perfect. Your relationships will never be perfect. Your life will never be perfect. Your money will never be perfect, right? Right, and so it'd be very, very easy to go and be able to be like, man, why don't I have $10 million in the bank, right? Or why haven't I made a million dollars this year yet? But when you go and look, and like, I remember for me guys, like I remember thinking that I would never ever like be able to close a $10,000 contract. That was decades away. Like that was just insanity, right? I'd never be able to close a $10,000 deal. And I remember, you know, sitting there making between $2,000 and $3,000 a month going, wow, this really sucks, right? And so now I can look at that and go, oh, well, I used to, barely make two to $3,000 a month in revenue, barely, barely be able to scrape by. Now I just paid $3,500 for my profile picture for an NFT. Like what? That's progress. Is it perfection? No, because perfection might be, I don't know, be have a hundred million dollar net worth. Am I there yet? No, but we're not measuring against perfection. We're measuring against progress. And so I wanted you to, I wanted to you know, kind of do this episode to kind of lay that out because I think that's really powerful. And I think it's something that once you understand that, once you start looking at it from that perspective, you're going to stop beating yourself up and you're going to start to realize you've probably done and accomplished a lot more than you give yourself credit for. You've probably been able to actually go out there and, and do a lot. You have probably progressed pretty, uh, uh, pretty immensely. But if you've never given yourself credit for that, if you've never actually sat down and acknowledged that, then you're not going to realize the progress that you've made. Uh, one of the things that Katie does with me a lot, my, my mindset coach, right? For those of you who don't know, I, you know, I have a mindset coach, Katie Richardson. I pay her $60,000 a year, $5,000 a month, right? One of the things that we talk about all the time is celebrating wins, right? Even the small wins, we'll take time and we'll celebrate. We usually, not always, but usually we'll kick off uh, the call uh, with you know celebrating wins or, or end the call with celebrating wins. We'll have a, a spot where we just celebrate small wins. Why? 
Because celebrating wins is important. Seeing the progress that you're making is important. And by doing that, you create momentum. By doing that, you affect change. By doing that, you're actually gonna go out there and be able to change your life. So don't measure against perfection. Measure against progress. The next time that you go and you set goals for a, a project, go. And if it doesn't work out 100%, that's fine. Look at the project and go, okay, look at how far I've come. Look at how much I've learned. Uh, I'll give one more example of this cryptocurrency. You know, uh, obviously I'm, I'm big into crypto right now and I have a lot of money invested into crypto and or, you know, a substantial amount of my money in it, right? And at first I was like, man, I want to go and I want to, you know, I think it'd be super cool to just get rich, right? Inside of crypto, be a Bitcoin millionaire, right? Be a crypto millionaire, a multimillionaire, whatever it is, right? And uh, at first, you know, three months, six months into it, it's like, man, I'm not a crypto millionaire yet. That sucks, right? Man, I haven't 100x my investment yet. That sucks. Wish I could have done that. Wish I would have been able to, you know, go. That's perfection, right? But progress says, if I go and I look at all that I've learned inside of crypto, I now understand a lot about how the crypto markets work. I also have had some major, major epiphany shifts around money, around buying assets that appreciate only, like a crypto, versus assets that cash flow. Uh, having epiphanies around and actually experiencing what it's like to have my money work for me, right? When I go and I spend a, you know two or three or four or five days working on something to make $10,000, and then all of a sudden my crypto makes $10,000 with me basically doing nothing, there's the pivoting shifts that happen there, right? And so now I can look back, taxes is another thing with that, right? So like, I can be like, oh man, I made some mistakes early on in crypto that are gonna cost me a lot more money in taxes than I would have liked the first year. But guess what? Now I know. Now I know not to do that. Now I know what to avoid, right? And these are gonna serve me for life. So if I looked at perfection, which was, I wanna become a crypto millionaire, right? Haven't hit that yet. But if I look at progress, if I sit down and I go, ooh, look at how far I've come. Ooh, look at what I've learned. Oh, look at what I, you know, the lessons that I picked up that are gonna serve me for the rest of my life. All of a sudden things start to become very, very, um, they, they become a lot easier to, to measure and to manage and to, to be excited about. Why? Because now you're measuring against progress instead of perfection, right? Now you're not disappointed, but you're rather you're seeing the good side of things. So anyway, wanted to record that episode uh, with, for you guys. Super, super excited about uh, the next couple of weeks here. Um, this will be the final episode for this week. So today's Wednesday. Um, We're not gonna have an episode on Thursday or Friday of this week simply because I'm out of town. I'm traveling. Um, I'm doing some business stuff, meeting up with a client. We're going out to San Diego. Then next week for Funnel Hacking Live, we will have a few episodes. I think we're going to try to get three done again, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, for sure, we'll have Mondays done and then Tuesday and Wednesday. But then Funnel Hacking Live, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, and I think it start, Funnel Hacking Live starts on Wednesday, right? Uh, but we're traveling down on Tuesday. So we'll get Mondays and Tuesdays. Hopefully Wednesdays out. We'll probably grab some interviews while we're down there. If you are going to Funnel Hacking Live, would love to meet up with you. Would love to say hi. Make sure to hit me up on Instagram at Josh Forty. Um, would love to you know meet up with you down there. If you're not going to Funnel Hacking Live, are you dumb? Do you hate money? because you must. If you're not going to Funnel Hacking Live, you're dumb and you hate money, okay? So make sure to go to Funnel Hacking Live, go to funnelhackinglive.com. Um, it's it's just one of the best events ever. Really, really, truly, it's, it's amazing. Tony Robbins is speaking there. Uh, Liza Bilyeu, uh, Frank Kern, uh, all sorts of really, really amazing speakers. Some of them, you know, I get to call my friends, which is super cool. Obviously, Russell Brunson, Todd Dickerson, just super, super cool uh, people that are, are all gonna be there. So make sure to check it out. Funnel Hacking Live, down, and guys, is in Florida. It's at Disney, right? So. 
Um, you can take a break, go on vacation for a little bit, come back. It's going to be awesome. So I will see you there. Um, but this is the last episode of this week. So make sure to make the rest of the week amazing. Thank you so much for listening. As always, hustle, hustle, God bless. Do not be afraid to think different because those of us that think different are going to be the ones that change the world. I love you all. And I will see you on the next episode. Take it easy, fam. Peace.